0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So welcome to this third talk on strategies for working with challenges we have. And um, one of the skills, one of the ways of developing skills for being with life's challenges is to um, train on the small challenges. Life gives many of us huge challenges from time to time. Some of them are so big that the legacy of them still live in us in difficult ways. Fear and anger and grief and different things and sometimes it's too much to be able to sit with it, be with it uh, to open to it and um, <clears throat> without having trained without having prepared the ground for being able to do that some challenges possible uh, you know, especially personal inner challenges that are a legacy of other things that's happened to us sometimes it's better to do our best to kind of manage with them wisely, put them on, on the side until we spend the time preparing ourselves for really addressing them in a useful way. And then training with the small challenges. And the training for this week is to start, become, start asking yourself the question, oh, uh, what's the, what strategy are you using in relationship to this challenge you're feeling? What are you trying to do with it And simply asking that question and stopping to investigate that uh, is a powerful thing to do because it begins to pull you out from being entangled or lost in the challenge. It's like stepping back and trying to get the overview. What's happening here? And given what's happening, how am I responding? What is my mind, my heart trying to do here? And there are two general ways, things to notice, whether... <clears throat> what's go what, the direction you're going makes it harder to be aware, shuts down awareness. Kind of you get wrapped up or entangled in what's going on, or trapped by it, or hindered by it, or it's a way. Or there's a strategy that has more the effect of helping you to open more, help you see more clearly, help the wisdom in you to come forth, the wisdom that can only come forth. Uh, if you're not entangled, if you're not lost in it or caught up in it. Uh, you have to be able to step back, pause and make room for some, uh, for wisdom, clarity, compassion to kind of show itself in a way it can't show itself if we're entangled or caught in what's happening. And this is also why it's so powerful to asked ask the question, what's happening here? And what am I trying to do? And so, In terms of trying to, this week, using the hindrances as a reference for the five hindrances for what is dysfunctional ways of being with challenges. Today, it's the third hindrance, which is usually translated into English as sloth and torpor. And um, I don't think that that is quite right, uh, translation of the Pali. The the first word that's translated as sloth um, more literally means uh, to become stiff or rigid, and maybe it's akin to the modern psychological idea of freeze, like uh, when people, some people freeze in the, in the face of challenge. F- freeze, uh, fight or flight. And so it's a shutting down of uh, something shuts down, something closes down. And uh, we freeze, uh, maybe go numb. And, um, and uh, this can often be a product of fear. Fear gets the upper hand and kind of shuts us down. It's too much what's happening. There can be other strong emotions that has that effect on us. And um, it, can have, it can have the byproduct of turning away from what's happening. Part of the reason to shut down or to freeze or to um, become rigid is so that we don't have to deal with something. And so sometimes it's like the ostrich that puts its head, supposedly head in the sand to not see the danger. So that um, sometimes the freezing is kind of a shutting down. And it dis- and um, and sometimes when it's real real extreme, it happened to me when I was young, I remember something that made me really fra- afraid. And I had a clear feeling that I just disappeared. I wasn't there. I couldn't understand why people were looking in my direction because uh, I had disappeared. And, and uh, it wasn't an imminently dangerous situation, but... Um, so there's no immediate threat to me. But I remember that later I found myself walking down the street and no idea how I got there. Something ins- inside of me had turned off, and, and I guess I left the place, and, and um, I don't know how I left, what I said. So this, uh, something shut down. And, um, and, uh, and so we can feel that. And uh, we can feel kind of shutting down, uh, closing down, closing up, um, resisting. Kind of, I'm not going to deal with this. Something gets rigid, something gets tight, something gets closed, locked. And uh, we can feel it physically sometimes. We can feel it over the heart. Remember when I was, I think I was 16, 15 or 16, maybe 15, a friend of mine said something to me. And I literally felt like the doors of my heart just closed, like locked up. And I remember having this thought, kind of like, I'm never gonna open that again. And um, it wasn't until I started meditating some four or five years later that something that had closed that day began opening. So this shutting down, closing up. and um, the, um, So that's kind of the dysfunctional way of responding. The more functional way, the healthy way, the wise way, also involves a stopping, a stilling. Both of these are kind of a stopping. and the, uh, But the other side of it, the functional side of doing the same kind of thing is to stop to pay attention, to stop to be present more for what's going on, to take a step back either metaphorically in the mind or sometimes physically to get the overview, what's happening here? If there's an argument and you're caught in the in the heat of the argument, sometimes it's a really healthy thing to stop, to pause, ask for a pause, and maybe even you know step away a few feet. You know, pause. I need to spend time thinking. I need to kind of feel what's going on, and maybe kind of make it a little physical distance. Also, uh, maybe explaining why, so you can catch your breath, so you can get a, your bearings and really understand better what's going on. And so, to the degree to which there can be an inner stilling, the stopping in the form of an inner stilling, not a numbing, the inner stilling is, um, again, allows us to feel, make room for what's there. There's a feeling not of closing down or locking up, but there's a stilling which has more feeling of opening up, of becoming more full or or a kind of a sacred pause. What's happening here? What am I feeling? What am I thinking? What am I trying to do? What's happening with uh, 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 with the person that I'm with, or the situation I'm with? Um, Can I take take a second look? What's happening? And the idea of pausing and looking, pausing and reflecting, I find invaluable, because even to this day, my mind will produce interpretations or bias or jump to conclusions about a situation. And if I'm kind of moving along kind of fast, I don't see that my mind has done it. That's, there's something in my mind that uh, predisposes it sometimes to a certain confidence in my ideas. And so I have an erroneous idea, but the confidence I have uh, rides along with it thinking that it's right. But I know myself well enough, that if I can pause, stop, become little bit still, then I can see, oh, that's an interpretation. I'm overlaying a guess onto the situation. And then I've learned to put a question mark after my assumptions, my guesses, my conclusions that I make. Even when I'm confident sometimes that I'm right, I'll learn to put a question mark after it. What is this? Is this really so? And um, and the more consequential my view is, my decision is, my ideas are about what's out there, the more important I feel it is to stop and pause and live for a while with that conclusion, uh, reflect on it, see if it comes up repeatedly, um, you know, if it comes up two or three more times, uh, like, oh yeah, this is right, this is right, um, uh, then uh then maybe I give it a little more credence, then maybe I give it more attention and explore a little bit more what's going on. But this stopping so we can see, stopping so we can question, stopping so that we can catch our breath and really kind of look at things in a fresh way. So there are two forms of stopping. Just like in, in relationship to hindrances, there's two forms of each kind of movement of the mind. One is the hindrance, and one is opening to wisdom. And um, so, with the first hindrance desi- desire, that there's sensual desire, there's desires which are causes problems, and there's des- desire to open up, a desire to see and to be free. There's healthy desires, and when we're with challenges, can we see the difference? Which desire are we operating on? In challenges, there's averting, and there's healthy averting—turning away or saying no. And so, can we see the difference between the healthy and the unhealthy? And today, there's the healthy, the unhealthy kind of hindrance of sloth and torpor, um, freezing, getting still, getting numb, getting shutting down, kind of going asleep in a certain way. And there is um, stopping, pausing that uh, it opens us up, that makes us more clear, makes room for wisdom. Um, So um, um, so this is uh, my words for today. And what I'd like to suggest is that uh, you take a look at this the movement of shutting down, turning off, getting bored, uh, going numb, losing interest, all that is a symptom of this third hindrance. Waking up, being interested, clear, investigating, even a situation that at first might seem boring, certainly there's something about it that you can study and look at and. Kind of see what, what's the interesting thing, what's going on here. T- to do the little bit of work, pausing, stopping, not to be lazy, but pause and stopping so you can figure out what is the mind's work here that is beneficial and healthy and creates maybe a better connection and, and empathy for the person I'm with, the situation I'm with, with myself. So you might look today for opportunities for this. See what goes on with your mind, see, your awareness. Is it in some way or other shutting down or is it opening up in the situation you're in? And if you see the difference, choose opening up. So thank you very much and uh, Look forward to being together tomorrow.